0: This is kind of jaded
1: with Casey Hill
0: and Caroline.
1: Me 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 me. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Um how are you? I'm I'm good. I'm in my little sister's old room in Phoenix and Amazing. um I'm on an air mattress that I've slept on the last two nights which is you know, not ideal, but it's, it's going, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, What kind of air mattress? Is it like one of those premium? No, it's not very nice. It's like
1: two inches thick on the floor. I'm like on the floor. I like
0: those better than the big ones though. The big ones fuck me up.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, this is not comfy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify it as comfy, but I think I was so tired last night that I just slept like a, baby, you know? Yeah.
0: Um, I've been taking melatonin baths,
1: melatonin baths.
0: Yeah. So Dr. Teal's um, Oh. has, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a like Epsom salt. It's, it's kind of like a bubble bath essentially, but it has melatonin in it. So That's I've been great. taking those. And the first time I took it, I like Went a little too. I was a little heavy-handed, and I poured off the bottle. And I woke up at like 11 a.m. the next day. I was like, well, <laughs> I
1: actually, but- I think I've overdosed on melatonin before too. Like, I went to
0: weird dreams.
1: Yeah, I went to Stock yeah, Stockholm, Stockto- Stockholm in yeah. like 2016, and I was really jet lagged so i was like let me take some melatonin but i didn't look up the dosage and i think i took like 10 times the amount of melatonin you should take Mm. and the whole time i was there i just felt like i could not wake up like i was in this weird brain foggy dream state and uh i haven't really i guess i've fucked with it a little but i i covered yeah it's like really low dose these days you know (laughs)
0: I'm not big into melatonin really. I I don't know if I sleep well. Like I have no idea. I don't know what sleeping well means. Yeah. I, like wake up throughout the night but I'm I am i can fall asleep easily.
1: Do you have to pee like anyway, three times in a night?
0: I need like real drugs. Yeah. Like I need like valueds or something to do like, that.
1: <laughs> Same. Okay, so
0: Okay. Today's a special episode.
1: It's a big day. It's our first guest.
0: Our first guest. And, and quite frankly... One of the most iconic, iconic S we'll ever have, probably.
1: I can't imagine it getting bigger than this.
0: No. We blew our load, to be honest, too soon.
1: TBH? We did. So...
0: <laughs> Do I guess I introduce
1: her? I feel like there's no one better in the world than you to introduce... It- our Absolutely. very special VIP guest. Oh wait, yeah, but she's, yeah. Give Is give it give us. The, she's not on, but Is give us here? the lowdown because I feel like she's gonna take a second to you know Hello? fully invite. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> welcome.
0: Me, baby. We're welcome. here. Kind jaded, Heather, my mother.
1: I'm so glad yes, to
2: have and you. I, I'm so uh, I'm so uh, proud. And I feel really honored to be talking to, to two of my favorite musicians, artists, Caroline and Casey Hill. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> You're going to give us a big head. We already have huge heads. Yeah, our
0: ego's going to be...
1: So what are you up to today, Mom?
0: You look gorgeous. Well, I heard oh, you have a cold sore. I, told me you had a cold it sore. It
2: looks like I have my lips done. So I think I'm going to... Keep- the cold (laughs) sores they they look so beautiful and full but only the top one so (laughs) so today I I didn't do much today but Aunt Shell came up and we decided let's have a glass of wine at nine o'clock in the morning so we did yes in the morning
0: I mean, that's very aunt shell fashion. My, uh, Casey, my aunt used <laughs> to like wake me up at 6 a.m. when I would sleep over at her house with a glass of champagne and strawberries. Strawberries. 6 a.m. Yeah. How old were you? Yeah. I mean, I don't
2: even know. Oh, How no, was she wasn't no. <laughs> no, she was a grown up.
1: Oh, okay, she wasn't I like was, six or anything. I was like, are we talking six or are we <laughs> I was old <laughs> enough to handle my
0: liquor at 6 a.m. <laughs>
1: So, Mom, you're our
0: first yeah. guest on the show. Oh, thank you. I'm privileged. Yeah,
1: you're the best. Or
2: did everyone Just know? Did everyone else say no? Yeah, probably. <laughs>
1: yeah. Everyone probably else. Will. Everyone else turned us down and we, we
2: Yeah, a desperate attempt. Thank you though.
1: <laughs> you know, you're iconic
0: and everyone loves you. All of my friends love you. Everyone on the internet loves you. And Aunt Shell. I can't forget Aunt Shell because
2: don't forget Aunt others. Shell she'll get jealous
0: um but yeah you just have like such a interesting story and interesting life oh plenty yeah you have plenty plenty of interesting stories lots of shit stories lots of IBS stories
2: (laughs) oh thank you you want me to spread that around yeah (laughs) well actually I did spread it around in that house in Beverly Hills a couple years ago (laughs) (laughs) what
0: Oh, God. Should we start with a shit story, Mom? Give us the lowdown. Oh, God.
2: So, all right. So we were invited to a friend a friend of Kara's house in Beverly Hills. I was staying at the Grafton on Sunset, and we all had a martini before we left. And then I guess I hadn't actually had bowel movement in many, many days. <laughs> So we went to this beautiful house in Beverly Hills, and brought some cheese and grapes and wine and everything. And they had a nice swimming pool out back. So um, we, so I guess we ate a lot, drank a lot, and the maid was just leaving. she's just the housekeeper just cleaned this beautiful floor, and she left. And mind you, so then we is, went down. The house
0: is like white leather couches, white oh, walls, very minimal, very Beverly every,
2: Hills. Everything's white. So. I was swimming, da 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 da. And I went, oh, and all of a sudden this overwhelming, <laughs> you know the feeling. Do you Casey the, or not?
1: The chills, right? The chills.
2: I went, I, I, I gotta go up. So I ran <laughs> up the stairs in my bathing suit. In her white. And luckily my there. uh yeah, and my and my <laughs> my beach bag was in the kitchen with my Justin Bieber towel. <laughs> so I didn't even make it past the sliding door and I shit all over the white floor and it did not stop. It didn't and, stop. It, it was like a horse came through the house. So I went, well, not a so horse. I, grabbed, I hope my boyfriends aren't listening to this. So anyway, I grabbed my Justin Bieber towel. And instead of moving backward to clean, I went forward, and things were still happening. <laughs> so I panicked. Someone was ringing the doorbell. I my face was pure red. I grabbed the towel and I went to the bathroom. And the sink is about three inches by three inches, little wee hand sink. To the sink.
0: powder room.
2: Powder room, and I. I trying to rinse this Justin Bieber towel, get all this shit out of it, but I couldn't. (laughs) So I kept going back naked, cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. And so Steph, one of Paris' friends,
0: I'll give you my my side of the story quickly. So I was in the pool having a great time. (laughs) My mom is meeting some of my friends for the first time. My LA fans, (laughs) my friend Stephanie was there. We were all hanging by the pool. Um, And then Steph was like, is your mom okay like she's been gone for uh, about half an hour and I was like oh I didn't even realize can you go check on her Steph walks up the stairs looks through the sliding door turns to me goes um your mom's bent over naked and, and I'm like, okay and she comes back down and I'm like will you just like open the door and go check on her she goes up again she opens the sliding door and she goes What <coughs> Like, she starts gagging. And I was like, oh, shit. So I go upstairs. I know the I know the drill. My mom's been yeah. having these <laughs> shit storm Episodes.
2: Episodes.
0: The episodes. So I walk up the stairs. I go inside. It smells like <laughs> shit. Like um, a barn. Like, like a barn. Like a barnyard. Um, and... I'm like, mom, what's going on? She's like, I shit my pants, I shit my pants. I'm looking around, there's, there's shit everywhere. I, she didn't know what to do with her Justin Bieber towel. So she put it in her bag. She didn't know where the garbage was. So I open her bag and I just see Justin Bieber's face with shit all over it. I'm trying to help her clean because my friend's boyfriend was stepped out for a little bit just to go grab some stuff and come back. So he's about to come back. My mom's naked in the kitchen. So it's like SOS. All the girls come up, we're cleaning the kitchen, helping my mom, um, wiping. We had to throw but the. But
2: then I got house. dressed. I went, I tried to, to regain some respect for people. So I got dressed and went down to the pool with my clothes. And then you guys did another check up there and you saw shit handprints in the kitchen. Yeah, in it the- was
0: the final wipe like no my friend's boyfriend was coming inside the door and I was like I was like everything looks clean we like burned a candle and then the last there was a handprint a shit handprint on the wall and I went wipe and got it and then we blamed everything on her two pound cat We were like the cat must have shit because her husband or her boyfriend came back and was like it smells in here. Oh and God. then my mom waltzed down was like I think it's time for me to go home
2: Yes, I said, can you get me an Uber, dear? <laughs> and actually, I had, I had a date waiting for me at the at the uh, Grafton. Hotel. And um, I just scooted right back to my room. I didn't even meet him at the bar.
0: Yeah, and that probably smelled like shit.
2: <laughs> I think that probably was what happened. I didn't know we were going to start off with these stories. I thought I was going to be, like, sophisticated for at least five minutes.
1: No, I, mean... I feel like we, we came in hot. And I feel like Kara really gave you a lot of lead-in. She certainly did. So I'm. I think that you've really like created a name for yourself already in the podcast, which I appreciate. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we're gonna have you back often, probably.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Did you want to hear about any of the impersonating stuff? Oh my god! Of course, we want to. I kind of.
0: Yeah, I kind of wanted to start talking about like your upbringing and like grandma and and your you know your child. Well,
2: there were ten kids. There are ten children in our family. the last three, uh, the final three were entertainers. My brother, Barry, Shelly, and myself, we all got together and pretty late in life, actually. I didn't start doing it until I was 42. I started doing Lucille Ball. And Barry, my brother Barry, he would lip sync Elvis. And then he said, well, I think I can actually sing. So he was like one of the best Elvis impersonators around. And then my sister did backup for him. But I think I was living in Halifax at the time so I didn't join all that stuff then but when I got back um she started doing Marilyn Monroe and and then she said well you should do something I said well I don't know so I had a 50s party and I thought, do well, we need to dress up as. So I dressed as Lucille Ball, and a few agents were there for that we had worked that Shelley had worked for before, like from Legends. And they said, I can get you work. And I'm telling you, I guess we didn't. a hey, Cara, we didn't have a weekend off for years. Yeah, they had full
0: time jobs. And then yeah, we had full
2: time jobs. evenings so work, they would like do shows. Four nights. Yeah, four nights uh, uh, during the week. We were probably the three of us were probably maybe a few of the people that actually had full-time jobs impersonators that actually did that too. We were like just going nonstop. We didn't honestly, it never had a weekend for years and years, but, yeah, um, and
0: that was when I was seven kind of kid. Yeah. So my well, mom, every Saturday we would like pile into the van and go to, um, it was called, what was it called? Mom rock and roll heaven. Yes. And, the whole thing with my like, gra-
2: with your grandma and, was in her eighties.
0: Yeah, my grandma was in her eighties, and we'd sit with my grandma and watch them put on this show. There was like, <laughs> my mom and aunt would do the Juds. Uh, my aunt would do Patsy klein Marilyn. Did you do Lucy at Rock and Roll Heaven? No.
2: Occasionally, yeah. Occasionally, I and then was a, like, Lucy, what
0: were the yeah. other ones? Like there was like a the, Joan Rivers.
2: Oh, every oh we had everybody. We had a Sam Cooke. Um, Oh, I can't remember. There's so many. Oh, Tina Turner. It was a dinner theater. Yeah. So we, um, this one particular night, my sister and I were doing the Judds. Now this was a full house of all agents. Like it was huge. It was all the agents were coming. It's almost like a showcasing kind of thing. So we had backup singers, um, and you know, it was it was beautiful. Band, everything. So I just bought a brand new white acoustic guitar. As a, it was a prop. I mean, I could play a little bit, but I didn't play in the shows. So, a gorgeous suit on, beautiful red wig, black cowboy hat. My as as Winona, as Winona John because I'm the bigger one, and my sister did uh, Naomi, the mom. She had beautiful white, almost like a wedding dress on. So, we just started in with the song, and you were there with your with your sister and your dad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I started singing. Have mercy. Of it. Well, I was standing in line at the city bus stop. soaked to the skin from every raindrop. And with the next line, Lord, I, Mom. I hit i hit a monitor and went flying off the stage. <laughs> I, and I could—you know, had time enough while I was flying to look up to see my sister, who looked like a jilted bride. She's like, <gasps> And I smashed all the light bulbs on the side of the stage, completely smashed. My wig came off. I landed on my guitar. Smashed, smashed to smithereens. One of the agents helped me put my hair back on. So I got back up. <laughs> and I said, mercy on me. I said, this is an aptly named song. Because please have mercy. And I looked, I said, and by the way, I just want to thank my husband for not helping me here. <laughs> I'm back on. Yeah, he was literally sitting there watching you. So one of the, one of the okay. guys that did Elton John, he happened to be filming it. He said he went home that night and watched it over and over. He put me off the stage, back on the stage, off the stage.
1: Oh, do you still have <laughs> what it? An I asshole. wonder if he still has I, I, it.
2: Don't, I think I asked him if he had it. He didn't think he still had it, but I spent the whole night just rolling on the floor.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> and That's then, Mom, remember. Ironic.
2: Part of all this is, Kara's a little girl. She gets gathers all the, all the pieces of the guitar Puts it on a plate and says five piece for my mom's guitar. <laughs> I mean,
1: <laughs> the opportunity was there. She was a young hustler, and I respect that. Oh, oh, <laughs>
2: has it ever changed? And I think you know, interesting thing is I think both the girls are not have they don't have stage fright because they saw what backstage really is. Like I used to think it was glamorous before I started doing that stuff. You go back there like this all naga high chairs, ripped with old cotton hanging out. of <laughs>
0: My sister and I would sit backstage and, like, the drag queens would take care of us and the other performers would be really cute while my mom and aunt were on stage.
1: That's so (laughs) sweet. Wait, how did your brother, like, decide on impersonation? Like, what was the passion? He was
2: was also a police chief. Well, I think we had a stay. We had a stay. Right here with the stag for one of my, I think for my sister's I don't know,
0: mom. I was like two years old. You don't remember? Yeah, we were at the stag. I was smoking a cigar. So
2: so he said, I said, can you do Elvis or something for the girls? Because, you know, it's a stag and we want to see a guy there. So he did lip sync that time. And then he said to me, you know, I know I can sing. I think I can really do it. He was one of the best in North America. He was charming. Um, just sang like you amazing. He was so good. They ended up having Shelly as a backup singer. Well, like I said, while I was in, in Halifax. So then she started doing Marilyn as well. But the interesting thing about Shelly, she was, she was also, she was on big billboards for big pizza companies i was gonna say know, for a large, I was, for a large I, was, I was gonna say for a large pizza that i got hungry so i changed it um to every this time big, i
0: mentioned commercial um, or something pizza. i've booked and shelly goes well i was on a pizza ad
2: <laughs> so this is a really interesting part she uh she said oh i got hired to go to new york um for like three days i have to go into the studio and change the words to a maryland song because she's Shelly totally could sing it beautifully. I have to change the words, and I, there's a big, huge, soft seat theater, and I have to perform, and I have to be maryland Dot up, and I said, "Well, what's it for?" And she said, "It's for a company, a drug company, in Pfizer." I said, "Okay." So the next day, she did all her stuff. She phoned me. said it was so good, and she said it's for a new drug called Viagra. I said, "What?" And it was Viagra. She <laughs> loved Viagra in New York. Isn't that amazing?
0: Didn't That's she create some, like, pun or something about it?
2: Oh, what no, no. Oh, the... She always said, oh, I launched a lot of men with Viagra. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, the other thing that I love is she did, um, she had to sing to the president of McDonald's, and she wore this gold, beautiful gold lamé dress, and she went right up to him and put her chest right in front of his face and said, oh, look, Mr. Cohn, now you have your own golden arches <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh
2: yeah,
0: she used my to, like, god sit on all of the like whoever's birthday it was <laughs> or whatever she'd sit on their lap and like kiss their bald head or whatever or put her boobs in their face it was she
2: always iconic. made up really funny little songs like the one she did for the uh, the um, plastic surgeons association <laughs> yeah her play on this was like Thanks for the memories. All the things (laughs) all the things you've done. The way you fixed my bum. The vision that you saw. I no longer wear a bra. I thank you. (laughs) That's amazing. I know. She was really good at all that.
0: All like mom, all of your family, there are 10 kids. Like all of your family is super creative, super funny, super talented. Like everyone can sing and like you know you guys are just like
2: i don't know well we didn't connect a lot of money that's for sure but we all yeah. like do you
0: think that's the reason because you have kind to, of
2: because like- you had to be create your own stuff and my mom was an amazing like it, all those kids and she managed to do like everybody separately like I, when i was in grade two she built this wishing well for valentine's day for our class and she made costumes for our plays i'm thinking how does now i know I, I, how does she have time how did she do it all and she's always up Yeah, upbeat. but you were like
0: that too mom like i look back cuz i you know i'm getting older now and like i think about having kids and it's obviously exhausting but you it's also a- like i don't know how you had that energy like my mom used to do this thing remember the sewing fairy mo- uh, mom oh yeah 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 like there- all of these little like magical things like She'd instead of the tooth fairy, we had the sewing fairy. So that, you know, anytime there was like a tear in our clothes overnight, she would um like sew it up, stitch it up and then put it folded on our desk or on our bed. And then there'd be she'd stick her fingers in glitter. icing sugar.
2: Put icing sugar icing on icing sugar.
0: The- and then she'd like the make it look like the little fairy was like tiptoeing. Over the thing, like there was a little sewing fairy, <laughs> like the little fairy's footsteps. It's insane. Like, that's it's incredible. So and like, I obviously looking back. I'm like, wow, like what an amazing mother, but your oh, mom was so- like that too. So I feel like you guys just grew up with that like magic around you and that's why you're so creative and like,
2: well, every morning my mom had to make lunches for everyone. So it'd be like two loaves of bread and she'd just go boom, 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 boom. And then oh, my- she'd iron everyone's clothes. No one did it for themselves. And, um, she didn't want anyone to do it, but she'd put music on in the morning and i think it's the what's the song that the russian bear or something was i forget the tune but we'd run around we'd run around the dining room table all of us this is before school and she would play tony bennett um all kinds of music as soon as she got up the music and she'd be singing and it was like it was really fun we had a fun and christmas was out of this world you, you know even if she
0: had no money like how did you manage that
2: but my dad was good with me though he was he managed it and she didn't work in those days a lot of the women didn't work yeah. um, and she had to take care of everybody she washed the floor three times a day i remember
1: oh my god and her remember- grandma like
0: was the most positive <laughs> angel like she I'm, i never saw her like she was always smiling always laughing always singing like she really I think she, wa- why she that was that way because she was like if I if I let myself like I don't know like wallow that I it's just over like I feel like she just had to keep
2: it okay so when I was four um in, in our house we had a big picture window at the front and we had a laneway right beside beside our house where all the kids including all my brothers and sisters would come home from school so I don't know what got into me, but I thought, I guess I was kind of hot. So I took all my clothes off and pressed up against the window, like with my arm out and my legs right up against the picture window. And all my brothers and sisters <laughs> and their friends saw me.
0: She my was mom, naked
2: in the window. Naked, four years old, naked. And my mom went crazy. She wasn't mean ever, but this time she was She's, oh my God you always take your clothes off. She said, you're going to be a stripper. And of course I was four, I was four years old. I went, "What's oh, oh, a stripper. <laughs> so I went upstairs. I put underpants on. I was always had a lot of moxie. I'll tell you that I came down while she was washing the floor. And I just sat there and sniffed and sniffed. And, and I saw her smirking and laughing while she was washing, washing the floor. She didn't want me to see her, but she was laughing her head off.
0: I would laugh at that too.
1: Well, I also want to hear about, Shara, Shara, Kara shared a story that you um, had her dress up like Shania Twain and oh, sing. Yeah
2: she was like um well I think that day she went to Shania Twain at Halloween but I think the day you're talking about Kara we went to a place
1: called
2: Barracudas so there was a band there and you were little like I don't know how old you were but I remember you had long hair with a little ponytail and a little red dress and
0: oh I thought I was wearing leopard that day
2: not that day no that was Earlier that week for Halloween, me,
0: I'm a liar.
1: <laughs> liar! We had to t- bring Heather on just to fact check Kara. Yeah. yeah like, oh.
2: Well, she she um got up with the girl that was singing um that don't impress me much. So Kara grabbed one of the mics, little wee thing she was, <laughs> and she knocked it out of the park. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> And her and her sister were the stars of all of their plays in school. Um, they were always yeah,
0: my sister and I had to sing. Remember, we had to sing that country song from Joseph and the Technical Dream Code. Oh,
2: you, you guys had to sing a whole bunch of stuff. I didn't even know Kara could sing. Because my she sister can sing. Oh, I know I, now. I didn't. I like I don't think I could back. Then. No, you worked I think on. think
0: I like worked on
2: Well, my sister Shelly used to take all the friends down. We were just right by a beach in our house, and she'd take them to the beach at night and they'd all do harmony. Like someone would start, ah, like it would go on like that.
0: Shelly, that was so hippie of her. We'd go down to the beach and she'd like gather us all, like at night, and we'd harmonize so that the like birds would sit, or like the ducks or the gulls. Yeah, she would like harmonize so that they would sing back to us. That's that's wild. yeah, yeah it was real it was, it was it's amazing so looking
1: back that's very like yeah it's very like Laurel Canyony. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: so go yes go ahead no you yeah I've got so many stories I I went out with a billionaire I, I dated oh, a, give
1: us the tea give us the billionaire yeah, give tea. Us the tea
2: I can't give you his name
1: we don't need it
2: He's in the news a lot right now, but Wait, I didn't just a did...
0: billionaire. Didn't his mom not like you because you were stinky? What, <laughs>
2: what? told her about it this...
0: Wait, the no. boots? No, there's a
2: story about some. Oh yeah boots. This, this guy's this guy's famous. Well, very very. Yeah, he lives in New York. He's uh, but he has houses all over the world. Yeah, I went out with him. And he took me to see his mother in Connecticut. And she had this massive house with all maids' quarters and people's quarters all over the, the the land. She was an artist. And I went there, and there was a big baby grand piano. I went upstairs to get dressed in my, I had a wool suit, and it was wrinkled, and I had a glass of red wine. I walked down, I said, do you have an iron?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like, <she's>, pardon <laughs> i said well, it's okay never mind and then i put my glass red wine on the baby grid she said oh if you wouldn't mind
0: <laughs> you put the wine on the beautiful on piano. The yes. piano
2: yes and then she said oh it's okay if you don't put that there please and then <laughs> then he took me to this gorgeous restaurant called the mill uh in connecticut and um I had left something there. I had rubber boots. Now I'd be I'd be like popular because they're the big thing now. So I had rubber boots. I had left at her house. So the major D of the mill came over. He said, "Oh, I have a call." The lady says uh, she's with a fellow with dark hair and a beautiful blonde girl. I'm thinking, who's that? And it, <laughs> it, oh, it was for me. She said, "You left boots at the house." I said, "Okay." So this fellow, my date, said, "Do you want to go back and get them?" And I thought i want those boots i said yes and i think he was like what the heck can't you just buy another anyway the so rubber I, boots. i went back for the rubber boots i don't know if i ever saw how him did again. you meet him i met him in toronto when when everything was just starting with uh fiber optics like cable there was a, a guy who initiated cable tv um named david graham in our in toronto and he initiated all of that and this guy was from a very big firm in new york that came to help him with finance stuff and everything that's so that's cool. how i met him we started we went out in toronto a few times then i went to new york a few times and that was it you i wasn't you, know,
0: you and aunt shelly went on didn't you quit your jobs and go to we
2: quit our jobs i took my volkswagen we left our boyfriends um took the volkswagen beetle this is a 1963 beetle and this is what in the late 70s. It? It's the late 70s. when We were like 28 and 29 or something. So we quit our jobs. I took the back seat out of the Volkswagen, stuffed the barbecue, all kinds of stuff in the back, and our clothes, and we bought a little wee pup tent. You know those little orange things that hardly fit two people in?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, so we bought one of those, and we said, let's go. So one of our sisters drew a big map. We didn't have GPS or anything back then, so a big KOA map to the camping Thing. She said, "Here's the route you should take. Go here, go down to Nashville, go there, and then end up in Vegas." And we just sort of followed that route. And we had so many incidents where we were like, we in our pub tent, we were laughed at. We were always laughed at at the campsites we went to because we but would always be.
0: Guy tra- try to kill you? Two what? guys. Yeah, they almost got killed twice. Oh um, my god! It- How? And well, there was a gas shortage at that
2: time. All right. Yeah. We had to line up for gas, except Shelly looks so cute in white shorts and heels. <laughs> so we went to this little town in Georgia. There was nobody around. And it was almost like, what's that movie? Um, you know, the one in the backwoods one, I forget. So these guys had big suspenders or sitting back, and and it says no gas. So I pulled up, I said, Shell, get in there. <laughs> But they sent her in, click, 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 click with her heels. She came out, we're getting gas. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so, at every oh town God. we stopped, we went through the states. We did like a couple months, three months. And so many people we met. Like, um we met Morgan Mason at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Oh, there's so many stories. And he's married to Belinda Carlisle now from the Go Go's. Okay. He was lovely. He wanted us to stay longer. He had a house. Uh, he had a place in Beverly Hills Hotel, like an apartment. He, and I said, we're leaving tomorrow. He said, oh, no, you guys are so much fun. Don't go. I'll, I'll pay your way when you go. Let's go clubbing. And and we, we said, no, I don't know why. We're idiots. But we had a really fun time with him. Uh, <laughs> Beverly Hills Hotel, we were called the swimmers because nobody would swim. They all had like sparkly bathing suits, and they're all waiting for their agents to call. And Shelly and I were diving in. Woo! Woo! <laughs>
0: That's still the same
2: vibe in L.A. Yeah, I I
1: feel like people never swim at pool parties, but I love that. Casey and
0: I would.
2: And then I have a really interesting part thing that happened there. So I went into the ladies' room by the pool, like dripping wet. I hear the door slam there. Can I say his name, Kara?
0: Yeah, say his name. Uh, Well, he's already out that guy now.
2: Okay, James Toback. So he slammed the door. I said, hey, this is a ladies' room. I know I want to talk to you about your future as an actress I said oh no no I'm a secretary in Toronto I don't I don't want to do that thank you though then he bugged me so much he said can I take you out tonight I said oh okay meanwhile I was there with somebody else so I said okay so I put makeup on a nice dress he said oh why did you wear makeup I didn't want you to wear makeup what a weirdo but we went to the house big gates open up in Beverly Hills. He's got scripts all over. I'm sure it's all set up for people to go. Whoa. So yeah, totally. So we had like four bottles of champagne and we just sat on the couch yapping away. And then I, I looked down and I see that he's touching his parts. Ugh. No, I was looking away from it. Like I, I could see it from the peripheral vision. Right.
1: Yeah. And he
2: said, "Uh, uh how, Oh, how it you like a, hard thing I said you know what I really like a taxi he was so mad and I saw him at the pool the next day he wouldn't talk to me so I got a cab home and I found out many years later that was his line to everybody
1: Ew, Ew. So, I,
2: I actually called CNN when they brought it Weinstein and told them about him because they brought him up Good, too Mom. so you guys ask me stuff because I I'm just gonna drift off on it all kinds of stuff
1: I'm loving <laughs> it no, I feel like please. I'm just sitting in story time I'm not, ah! You're such a good storyteller. I'm I'm right there at the Beverly Hills Hotel with you. Oh
2: god! So I, I I swam right up to Sean Connery. And, you did not. Yes, he was sitting you're there. And, the
1: the breaststroke? What was the what was what to <laughs> Did your doggy paddle up?
2: No, yeah, I did probably, my noodle She was probably I did, on a noodle. I'd, and I put my hands on the edge of the pool and went, hi. <laughs> What did he, he say? Said, well, hello there, hello there. And he, and he and I didn't know he was bald, and I found that out. And oh, we-
0: what? Does he wear oh, wigs? My-, my mom is terrifying in front of celebrities, though, Casey. I- remember, I remember this one time we were at, I think it was like a Daniel Caesar concert or something in Toronto. Oh, shoot. And I brought my mom, and I guess like Shawn Mendes and Hilly Bieber, were, <gasps> it was like when they were, before she was Hailey Bieber. Yeah, yeah. They were kind of like hanging out.
1: Obsessed, yeah. And they were
0: standing in front of us, and I knew my mom was up to no good. I knew it. She, they went to the bar, and my mom's like, "I'm going to get a drink."
2: she was like, "Okay." And I said something to them, and they really laughed hard. I don't even know what I said.
0: And then when I was leaving the concert, I was Uh-oh. like with all my friends, and they were like, "Where'd your mom go?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like we were supposed to leave, and I look, and I'm like, you know, moving through the crowd, and I just am following her blonde head, and then. I I like, I get out of the crowd. I just see her staring, watching Sean Mendez get into his, his like navigator his car. Oh, and she's just staring at him. I'm like, that's
2: <laughs> terrifying. No, no, no. My car was across the street. I was you, going to get the yeah. car. You bolted. You didn't even oh. say bye to me. I didn't. I <laughs> figured He's
0: obsessed.
2: I did that to Niles ro- Niles Rogers. Is that no Niall Rogers? Nile Rogers.
1: It probably builds their egos. Love. Like I feel like they ha- they love it too.
2: Of maybe course, you guys would maybe like know that stuff because people do that to you, obviously.
1: Don't Although, they? <laughs> Drake, love you, mom.
0: Oh Drake! Oh my
1: God! She still I talks love-
0: about him to this day.
1: I feel like i yeah. I might have heard this that. But- oh.
2: I worked for everyone uh,
1: the,
2: has. <laughs> <laughs> I worked oh. for the alcohol industry, and he brought out a great, uh, a really good—not bourbon, but American whiskey. Um, what's it called, Cara? Uh, Virginia it, uh, Black. Yeah, Virginia yeah, Black. That was his okay. And honestly, I don't know. He's, he's not promoting it much. And I, that's the other one. Remember Pitbull, Diana? I mean, Cara. I have that story. But. Drake, okay, so I had I was had to be confidential that I set this meeting up. No one else was supposed to know about it, uh, but Drake and his this agent and the couple of people that had to be involved because they're the ones who would buy it. So I set this whole thing up and I had to get like make place cards, not place cards, but um, badges for everyone for security purposes. So I made one for all the people. He brought Future with him and a few other people, and I made his but I made him one when he came up, I said, Oh, you have to wear this. And I handed him meek mill.
0: <laughs> it was like in the, the middle of their beef, I guess. Yes. Oh, oh you yeah, mom. Everyone's so much nerve.
2: I know. And he laughed so hard. He said, I love this. Can I keep I it? I said, he of course." he had a crush on you.
0: I think he had a crush. Every
2: time, honestly at the meeting, every every time i looked over he was winking at me uh, I, I mean like i mean you guys would be a good couple oh imagine if fabulous. drake was and my stepdaddy
1: <laughs> it oh, would, would you be kind of cute
2: and so that that meeting i had to walk him out and everything he left with his friends he came right back in and gave me the biggest hug and then um about a month later we had to go to one of our stores and all the girls that he had to work with, and the people he worked with to get this product going, they were all lined up as he walked through. And he went, and I was in that lineup of too. So he's going, "Hello, hello, hello," and he gets to me, he goes, "Oh my God, how are you?" Oh my he says, God, my wifey! And he hugged me. I said, "You smell <laughs> I'm like calling you his wifey." wifey? Insane. I know. And, and he said, "You." I said, "You smell like soap." <laughs> what? And is that I a good probably loved that. You told him he smelled like soap. Yeah. He said, Isn't that good? I said, Oh, yeah, yeah. I said, Do take pictures of yourself and you think they're good, and then you look at them, you go, Oh my God. <laughs> and he said, Yeah, I said, Hey, no, no, you're the bomb you liar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, your chemistry I, with yeah. Drake is incredible. Yeah, yeah, listen, he's i amazing.
0: he's a Scorpio mom. Uh,
1: oh, same date as Anshell, 24th
2: so you know oh, what yeah, i was thinking the same i experience. know this for a fact that if i ever bumped into him he would remember me i know it
1: oh my god so, we need we Kara. Okay, we need to get big Let's enough that, that we do a, a drake and heather velorzi episode a reunion yes. episode
2: really oh my god so one one the thing that was really weird was when he came and everyone was asking for autographs i gave him mine and i <laughs> <laughs>
0: So um, can you um, says, tell us about the guy who's going to kill you?
1: Yeah, I want to touch back on that because, I mean, okay. it's wild.
2: And then I'll tell you about uh, Pitbull.
1: So, okay. Oh, my God. And, and Bruce, we
2: go. Okay, so when we travel, okay, I have to say that looking back, we were pretty good-looking girls. Like, you don't think anything at the time, but every time we stopped in a city to look at a map, a guy would pull up, you don't have to stay at a hotel, stay at our house. This went on like almost through the whole trip because after we almost got killed, we decided not to stay camping anymore. So this one night we had a little pup tent. We used to always get one with a plug. So we would iron our clothes and, and do our curling iron and come out all dressed up with high heels on from the tent. And people would die laughing. Like, what the we're all did this go?
0: You guys so, <laughs> coming out of a tent?
2: In full all dressed up heels in the mud so um so this once this one place i think it was in uh it was in texas somewhere and we put, were in the pup tent and these two rodeo guys are staying in a little ugly little trailer and they weren't wearing shirts there's a big giant guy with curly black hair and another one and he said why don't you come over tonight we're gonna, we're gonna make this nice brown hash I said, well, okay, so we went over there to their their little lot, and he's cutting limes, and I said, oh, it's a cute little trailer, it wasn't, and he said, oh, it's good, we call it home, we call it home, and he said, the other fellow out there, um, make sure you don't give him any of your rum, because it's like fire water, he goes crazy, I said, okay, so we had this huge thing of rum, and we had the stinky hash, it was horrible, um, and then we look, and the rum's almost gone. Oh, no. So uh oh i'm thinking what happened so then we hung around with them for a while and it was really i think it was a really cold night or something so they said just lay down here for a while over here on, in our trailer so then the big guy who drank all the rum was sitting on the edge of our bed talking to himself he oh, says
1: wow.
2: yep i'm gonna get them i'm gonna get them around four in the morning yep yep sir i'm gonna get them both around four in the morning oh no but i grabbed Stella, I said let's get the hell out of here. Went back to her tent. Now, I was really strong back then. I had really strong thighs. Something like yours, Casey.
1: Oh, I um, love that. I love a strong woman. <laughs> yeah, You are.
2: And I, bu- I, I bought this wooden stupid pool cue from New Orleans. It was like a real tur- tourist thing to buy. And I kept it beside me. Because Shelly was useless. So I knew. <laughs> I, I I, was sort of awake the whole night, just wondering what was going to happen. Shelly's going <laughs> to snoring so I see this curly hair shadow of this curly hair and the zipper on our our uh, tent goes up he Ooh. jumped on I my big legs and my strong legs I whacked with the with the pool cue and Twisted him, I started screaming. So we all got out. We got out of there. He ran away. So some other fellow said, You stay in my van, um, you'll be fine. So we we did. We, it was very hot, but we stayed there. And he said, I've got a 38. So he brings, comes back around, I'll get him. Went, Whoa. Anyway, so that was that time. Uh, he came to apologize the next day, but we left, hightailed it out of that town. Yeah. So um, then we went to this place. I think it was Lake Charles. <laughs> and I think that's Texas too, or just outside of New Orleans somewhere. Went to this little motel, and it was a, ever was like, a, it was a ball. We're having so much fun. So we met a couple of people, met this one guy, he was by himself, and he said, you guys should go out, let's all go out tonight. I said, oh, maybe, we'll see. So then he said, what room are you in? I said, oh, I'm not sure, it's just down there somewhere, I forget. I didn't want to tell him, I just had a weird feeling. So he, uh, he came to the door, and Shelly was, in bed sleeping just resting and I think her boob was kind of hanging out and he was staring in and I had the chain on he said you guys going coming out or not I said no we're too tired we're done for the day well you said you'd come out I said no no we don't want to come out and then I think he called our room actually I don't know how he knew which room we're in but he did so the next morning I'm pulling up front my little Volkswagen Beetle and we're in front of the motel and I've got the map in front of me my car's running I've got the map in front of me so he shows up the at the driver's side of my car and kneels down with his hands And he said why didn't you go out with me last night you said you would and you didn't and then all of a sudden there's a knife at my neck and I just threw the map threw it in the air and I didn't even look to see if there were cars coming I went boom back onto the main highway I just didn't even look back that was really scary oh
0: my of the story men are
2: pigs Pigs. The
1: why did you, why
2: did you have to start off with this shit story and ruin my reputation?
1: No, we oh, we reputation. just wanted to. We want that was the the clickbait. We needed. Yeah. Oh, I, oh,
2: very well done. We needed to. Reel so down. many. It could, be, it could be the end of your uh, your uh, your podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, <that might> be. <laughs> um, Mom, you have so many amazing stories, and I. Oh, I you. do. The thing is, is that you still like those those stories are from your youth but you still like create those moments in your life uh, you know day. This
2: day, I've got I have so many men never mind like <laughs> no texting me and wanting to go out and most of them are quite young um I think Ooh. because I, I don't know what it is it just well it, you and- exude
0: this like I don't know you just have like a magical energy and I think it's like super inspirational just like you always, you know, prioritized, like, yes, but enjoying
2: really love- life, you know? Yeah, it's true. But I do have a main boyfriend. I don't go out with anyone else now. But <laughs> So I don't bother with other people, although they bother with me. Maybe I shouldn't give people my phone number. There's a clue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe
1: don't. you need to make a, have, like, a burner phone, give people yeah. fake numbers. I'm
2: a big star at my age. I'm almost 70, for God's sake. I don't know how. I can't believe Honestly, the the events never stop and it's true they just never stop like mom so many... what do
0: you think is like um like just the advice for kind of anyone who's having Older? trouble with like a- adjusting to like aging
2: well that's a really good question because i remember it was in stages when i hit 40 i remember we were in halifax i said to one of my friends you know, you have to come to the realization that you can never be your cheerleader again. <laughs> like you're beyond that. Like it's a realization that some things are now off limits and they're not going to happen. Um, and then I think just after 40, you start feeling invisible. And that was a really scary part. We like, especially, well, if, especially you
0: were, if you got it as much attention as you got.
2: Oh, we got so day much day attention. Year. And really, and because we're sisters, we're both blonde, bubbly, you know, we're we were fun. And I think that attracted a lot of people. So um, now I guess you get that, that invisible thing over with it. There are stages of adjusting. Mm-hmm. And now I think because I don't care as much, I'm attracting more people because of, I, I'm more confident actually than I remember once this, uh, I was at um, Santana beach. Remember Carol La Romana? Yeah yes we were at a holiday and I was I was 50 something and I wore bikinis and um I remember this man and wife and the man he used to look at me all the time I noticed that and then I went past his wife and he wasn't there and she just had to throw some little remark at me she said oh my gosh I was just saying before my husband left that you must have been very attractive when you were young and I Oh, I said maybe. Mm-hmm. I said, but I'm much happier now. And I walked away. I wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> I feel like you
0: and Aunt Shelley, like when because you guys are so fun and people are drawn to you. It's easier for people who are a little bit, you know, more insecure to like judge that and That's and true. also be yeah. a little jealous and envious of the like mm-hmm. the you know the freedom yeah i mean we never we never mean any harm we are we of course not you guys are the the most loving people ever
2: well and that the thing with that is too we never we didn't go into like show business small s small b um to get attention we really loved seeing people laugh and be happy and that's that is the honest to god's truth we always did it not for ego but we're going, wow, that was great. They really liked it. And people, like, we went to old age homes and we thought, oh, they're just sitting there. They hate it. And then as they were leaving, they'd come and say, you guys made us so happy. I can't even tell you. We enjoyed it so much. And like, it, it, things like that, when you hear stuff like that, it's just amazing. It's it's, it's all worth it, you know? Yeah, totally. I feel like
1: there's, I mean, and Karen and I called this podcast kind of jaded just because I think being in, the music industry and kind of the LA stuff it's easy to get bogged down by it a little bit but it feels like you have obviously seen so much and done so much in your life but you still are I don't know have have an exuberance and have are very vivacious and have I don't know excitement for things
2: Don't forget, Casey, you guys are like way levels above where we were. We were, like I said, small S, small B, show business. So we weren't, you know, we weren't competing really with anybody and we weren't expecting like tons of money or fame. We just did it like because we loved it and we didn't have like, I know the music industry is horrible in that it's always a rejection and, you know, no one really cares as much as the performer or the musician and I think that see I never had to deal with that I never, you guys have to deal with it and things changed so rapidly from like CDs to now you know it's and yeah. that's not long ago and and labels like people say now they don't want labels
1: yeah I mean do you feel like just the age we live in now, you know, like Karen and I coming up and now doing music, so much of it has to be on the internet and has to be virtual. Do you feel like it's so much harder to find joy when you're not in person with people? I mean, I mean, yeah.
2: For example, when I was a young, young girl, like 12 or something the Beatles first came around um, all the, all my brothers and their friends had cars and we had one station. That we all listen to, and those songs would be on for over a year, like the same eight or nine, you know, songs, and you'd hear them over and over, like "Loving and Spoonful" and Beatles, and that that like they were like stars because you never could touch them or see them, or they're not real. Now everyone's so real, they have Instagram, da, da da da. But back then songs would stay on forever, you know, and and uh, they were big stars. Now there's it's I find it maybe just a little bit too what's the word I'm looking for? Um it just keeps going around and, and people chewed up and spit out, chewed up and yeah, spit like out. People yeah. are
0: fickle, the like consumers are fickle. yes, and and, and
2: you still all all musicians and artists are still working, um so hard they'll work 13 14 15 years and then they might have a song out and then it's over and i just feel really badly for that about that because um you know you put so much into it and and i think now uh even like justin bieber left out at at the time he was around or started
1: he was not that he's not brilliant Was around just in time for you to shit on his towel on a face yes a towel her <laughs> on face on t- a towel on his- yeah just in
0: time just
1: in time <laughs> Karen and I missed out on that window I know we didn't get yes. towels with our face on them for someone's mom
0: <laughs> actually my mom uh, does make, make I actually, uh, I- sheets and she gets things made with my face on them all the time
1: really that's so sweet oh that
0: yeah? or is it annoying no
1: it's sweet well, that's really no, sweet. I didn't create it
0: You know those sites, Casey, where you can like put an image, any image, like on anything, like
1: yeah. I always get advertised on TikTok. Like, I got uh, boxers made with my face for my boyfriend to wear, which I think is weird, but yes, yeah. Uh
0: Wait, that's kind of awesome. I love.
1: (laughs) Do you want not your face, (laughs) my face? Like, it's like here you can make custom make a boxer short, and it's like your face goes right mom you should get there. this for your boyfriend
2: very funny
1: yeah I'll send you the link
2: I also have a towel I also, ha- I also have a um, one it's direction towel. towel that's oh, my I towel. I love that <laughs> it's my towel it's well I gave it to you didn't I
0: mm. yeah I think so okay um well mom thank
2: you yeah. so much thank you guys I, I'm honored that you asked me as your first podcast guest
1: Oh my gosh! Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure, and we'll do it again. And
2: good luck, good luck, Casey, with your career. It seems to be really going well.
1: Oof! Thank you. <laughs> it's and it's you're so
2: cute.
0: What about me?
1: Yeah, you isn't flower. Kara cute?
2: Kara's cute. She's got a bit of an edge to her. Ooh. And Casey's more like a little. Uh, she's like a sugar pop, you know, <laughs> a little sugar.
1: A
0: little strawberry,
2: pop. little strawberry shortcake.
1: I love that. Okay,
2: girl. Thank you. Have a wonderful remainder of the day. And Kara, get home soon, please.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: get
0: home. Mom, why are you putting on this like? You don't talk like this.
2: Yes, I do. What? (laughs) Get home soon?
0: No, you're just talking. You're being eloquent.
2: Well, I am eloquent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Love you. (laughs) Okay,
2: bye.